Welcome back, sports fans. I'm Hooli. I'm the Joe. And I'm Mary Beth Smith. Boy, do we have a show for you. We spent a decent amount of time talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Don't worry, we're going to break down in depth the coolest dunks of that contest. And what I think is pretty cool, too, we're going to go through all of the off-season trades for baseball and talk about who we think's going to take each division at this point before the pitchers and catchers have even started reporting. So exciting, guys. Rosturbation! moment we've all been waiting for the starting lineup all right boys let's get started with our boy justin verlander baseball's right around the corner what's he up to now well he was recently at the all-star game with kate upton which probably makes him the luckiest son of a bitch on the planet except for the fact that he has to play for the detroit tigers that's an affliction that affects dozens of baseball players every year we need to do something about it. There are four fans in the 313 area code that are <laughs> depressed. The NBA recently released a memo uh, explaining that going over the back of another player during a free throw attempt will now result in a flagrant two foul, which some consider to be a more lenient penalty than what it previously was, which was a 10-day contract with the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> in other basketball news... Dwayne Wade gave Kobe Bryant a Netflix subscription after the All-Star break as part of his retirement present. That was reported what wasn't reported, that he also gave him an air conditioner with a note that says, and chill. <laughs> um, I heard that Wade already logged into the account and gave five stars to Golden Girls and Empty Nest. Just trying to pre-populate that queue with what he thinks might be relevant. The Notebook. <laughs> Like if you cry every time. Five stars. Overrated. <laughs> Andy Dalton lost his luggage for the second time this week, making times he's lost this luggage this week two more than playoff games won in his career. <laughs> Normally he's good with stuff like that, except he just thought people were watching him this time, so he totally freaked out. I think it was a conspiracy on part of the Bengals for him to get rid of any excess baggage he's going to carry into the new year. Message received. <laughs> uh, new England Patriots linebacker Gerard Mayo, 29, announces his retirement on Instagram. Mayo said that he was just spreading himself too thin. It's good that he's going to be at home. He's going to be able to catch up on those old episodes of Golden Girls. Sandwich, do you think, is his favorite? <laughs> I think it's Blanche. She's dressing very nicely. <laughs> Let us move on to a new topic. The Potatoes and Kurt Cousins have recently broken off contract negotiations, leaving speculation that they're going to franchise tag him, which would be oh, right up by me. <laughs> A little off topic for Huli and the Joe, but 
You'll see why it works in a moment. <laughs> the Bachelor recently visited Wrigley Field when Ben took his one-on-one date with JoJo to Wrigley and then to Mickey D's. Ooh. So don't worry, ladies, if you didn't get a rose, there are literally thousands of dudes named Ben who will take you on the exact same date. <laughs> I think I know about 80 of them. <laughs> My guess is they went to a small state school in the Midwest or somewhere in the Mac. <laughs> I've been on dates with more than one dude named Ben that were similar to that, and that is a real thing. You can get any four things off the dollar menu, just whatever you want. Take my advice. Don't get a milkshake. <laughs> and for our last noteworthy item in the starting lineups this week... We are bringing you some Louis Anderson news. News of comedian Louis Anderson. This is a fact about Louis Anderson. It's a statement of fact about Louis Anderson and not a comment on anything else. Not a joke. This Nobody's a punchline here. This is just your weekly Louis Anderson update. On Valentine's Day, Louis Anderson tweeted out a picture of himself with Johnny Manziel. That was your Louis Anderson fact of the week. like it's time for walk-ons the nba all-star game was this past sunday i legally have to say sunday because there was no d (laughs) no there was not um the west all-stars defeated the east all-stars 196 to 173 That is not an exaggeration or hyperbole. That was the actual score. The 369 combined points are 48 more than last year's record, and both teams beat the individual team record of 163. I was watching it, and at one point during the game, the commentators made lieu of, well, the scoreboard here in Toronto only goes to 199. Because it has the one, and it just has the one singular, and then it has the eight grade to make the eight, so it can go to 199. But they didn't know what was going to happen if it had gone to 200. Well, obviously, this is big basketball's ploy to get more tax dollars to buy new scoreboards. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, I guess they would have just rolled over, started back at zero. Like that Chevy you have, the Joe. (laughs) Hey, that's been in my family for generations. And it's great. Hey, if you look at it, only has 10 miles on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, it was a great game. I watched it. Lots of scoring. No defense. James Harden just thought it was a regular game. (laughs) I mean, it was what we want it to be. The the NBA All-Star Weekend is just a showcase of skill. It's not meant to be a great game. That's what we want to see in the playoffs. We want to see good games, good series then. We just want to see... Dudes balling, helping each other out. It's fun. It is. It's akin to the and one. There was a lot of dunks, alley-oops, Steph Curry pulling Ugh. up 
a foot past half court and just chucking it up. Ridiculous. Uh, I know some analysts, some pundits are pretty upset about it, saying, well, there was no defense, and this is what the fans 25 and under want to watch, but screw you. <laughs> Kobe Bryant scored 10 points in his final All-Star game. Uh, LeBron James scored 13, which was just enough to pass Kobe for the most all-time in the All-Star game. Uh, LeBron now leads 291 to 290. Can't help but feel that's kind of cold as ice in Kobe's last game to do it while he's sitting there. That's kind of like watching your new ex-girlfriend climb into bed with another man as you're about to walk out the front door. Hopefully she won't change the Netflix password too. (laughs) So here's the thing. Your boy put in 13, Kobe put in 10. Mm Mm-hmm. In a game that was almost 200 points apiece. I was thinking that, too, honestly. When you read out Come those on, numbers, y'all. I was kind of surprised, especially since they were the biggest you know, fan vote-getters, as you guys pointed out a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's something where you're excited to watch the capital T All-Stars, uh, and those guys were only putting up 10 and 13? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, everyone got a shot, you know? Isaiah Thomas put in nine, you know? Like, come on. <laughs> uh, Russell Westbrook takes home the MVP honors. Which oh. I was not a fan of. Hooley has some feelings about this. I absolutely did. Paul George went off. He did everything. He was shooting threes. He had dunks. I mean, whatever. He had five rebounds and one assist. And Westbrook did take home the MVP when he had 31 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Paul George was absolutely unstoppable. The only reason that he wasn't scoring more is because he was sitting on the bench. And had you given him a shot from the bench, I think he would have made it. Uh, George had a game-high 41 points, including nine three-pointers, falling one point shy of tying Wilt Chamberlain's all-star record of 42 points. Uh, George did get two of the 12 possible MVP votes. Six of them went to Westbrook. So, Who's voting on that? I was just about to ask the same thing. Is that the other players? Um, all Westbrook's votes came from media voters, while both of Bryant's votes originated from the Twitter fan vote, of which there were three. Bryant or PG-13? Bryant. So I don't... So Paul George didn't even get a vote? Paul George got two. And Kobe Bryant got, got two. two. He was just talking about Bryant's quotes, yeah, not. That's just the the information that I, I have. So in front basically, of me. the fans stole an opportunity to actually reward it to the guy who deserved it to give two to Kobe for getting nine or ten points. Yes. God, that's like spelling your name right on the SATs. <laughs> 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 yeah, Kobe kind of uh, split the vote on this one. Regardless, I loved the All-Star game. I think there were a total of two fouls. Uh, Your boy Lou did a fantastic coaching job. Actually, he said that he was letting players draw up some of their own plays. Pop did the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a great contest. It's just a lot of fun and a great way to finish off a fantastic weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the really cool thing about the NBA All-Star Weekend is it just looks like those guys are having fun. 
I mean, it's like the total opposite of the Pro Bowl, which we touched on a little bit ago, where those guys just are like taking their photos, like, yes, I'm in Hawaii, I'm making money, thank you. I mean, um, it also seems like they are just embracing what people want to see in an All Star game, as you spoke to towards the beginning of this segment. Uh, I mean, one of the reasons that basketball isn't super interesting to me as a viewer is because scoring back and forth just isn't interesting enough for me to watch. Does that make sense? Is that fair at all? I mean, it it just comes down to the last couple minutes, which a lot of people are like, that's what the game is, you know? Like, uh, the couple minutes is the total combination of everything that's happened. Yeah, yeah, the apex of it with no drop-off on the back end, like... Uh, I'm sure that's those thoughts kind of like grind someone who's a, a or a couple of guys who are pretty big basketball fans. But to me, I just can't get into it for some reason. No, th- I I used to be that way with basketball, um, and I always thought like, um, m- my thoughts on basketball games used to be my same thoughts um that I shared for the baseball season, where. I was like, it always comes down to the last five minutes of the basketball game. Why don't they just make the game five minutes? But it's 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 just because that's the length they decided to make it. So of course, you know, it's coming down to the wire. It's the same way with baseball. It's like it always comes down to yeah. the last ten games of the season. Why don't they make the season ten games? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, whatever length they make it, the end of that length is going to be when things get the tightest. Yeah, weren't we saying recently that uh, baseball at this point especially has become just as much about who can keep all their players healthy you know you can sign the best pitcher in baseball but if he has to get a tommy john surgery halfway through the season then those 10 that 10 game season wasn't going to work as the rules have dictated thus far you know yeah yeah um i think that uh the royals I, i i could be speaking totally out of my ass here and i'll need my baseball fact checker to double check it but didn't the Royals stay like exceptionally healthy last year? Didn't they maybe only have like uh, one or two? I don't know exactly, but it wouldn't surprise me. I know that uh, a lot of teams who uh, I have some thoughts on a guy who could have helped the Mets get a little farther, but I, I don't know. We'll go, we'll get back into baseball in a moment. Uh, it also featured what, in my opinion, is the absolute best skills competitions. Of any sport. As much as I love hockey, Mm -hmm. the speed skating, the hard shot, the skill shot, the NBA skills competition, which is the weakest of the three, in my opinion, was still fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Have you seen it, the Joe? There's a dribbling section. You have to shoot. You have to pass through like a little hoop. It's kind of like it it reminds me of track and field day. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Like an obstacle course. And like, yeah, running with the spoon on the the egg on the spoon. But it's a basketball, and the spoon is a basket. You have to throw it through. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going for. This year, it came down to rookie Carl Anthony Towns and the shortest guy in the weekend, Isaiah Thomas, with Carl actually beating Isaiah in the contest. The big men loved it. Boogie was about it. Aldridge was a big fan of it. All the guys were really pleased and happy for him. I was, too. It was great. The three-point competition also happened, and weird, a Golden State Warrior won. Weird. Those guys should shoot more threes in games if they're that good. Yeah. Uh, It wasn't reigning MVP Steph Curry. It was the guy who put in 37 points in a quarter last year. 
That's good, I guess. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, they can ball. And yeah. my favorite, I think it's everyone's favorite, the best of the skills competitions of the best of the best, the dunk contest. Dunk contest. Meet, meet, meet. The Roadrunner was not involved this year. Uh, he was involved in the skills competition. He was. He was very fast, but ooh, can he not shoot? Uh, the dunk contest was insane. It was insane. It was. It, uh, They're saying it's the best since Neek Jordan. I would agree. It was bonkers. maybe better. Yeah. I, I I don't. I've only seen a. Two, I think, and they were both incredible. Um, I, if you are listening to this podcast right now on your uh, cellular, desktop, mobile device, whatever, look up Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine's uh, championship round dunks. Amazing, incredible. I personally thought Gordon's were better. I did too. I think that he should have won. The use of one of his is the only one I saw, uh, or one of the two I saw, and he passes underneath both legs and yes. goes up for the dunk. Yes, unreal. Uh, pulls it off of the mat. The mascot's holding up the ball. Stuff the magic dragon. <laughs> and <laughs> that's his name. That makes so much sense. Stuff. Yeah. Why? I don't know, because Puff was too family unfriendly. You know, stuff is holding. Oh, also, basketball. You stuff a basketball. Okay, Andrew sure. Schwartz. So stuff is holding the ball up, and Gordon grabbed it and <laughs> goes under both his legs to slam. It is absolutely phenomenal. It was bonkers. I mean, the first one with stuff, he had stuff riding a hoverboard. Uh, kind of doing a Statue of Liberty pose, holding the ball, just going in a circle. Uh, uh, Gordon is outside the three-point line, times it perfectly, so he runs, yep. gr- uh, palms the ball, palms the top of the ball, pulls it out of Stuff's hand, puts his other arm behind his head to do a pose as he's spinning three, 360 to dunk the ball. Unreal. The second one, um, Stuff is holding the ball above his head, and that's when he he jumps uh, gets eye level with the rim. I mean, he he boosts a little bit uh, off of stuff, but still just incredible levitation. Dunks it. Um, his butt was seven foot seven inches off of the ground, which would have gotten the bronze in the Olympics last high jump. Are you kidding me? Now, of course, he did a two foot jump, which is a, would get him disqualified, and he did get a boost off of the mascot's head, but. Still, uh, bronze last Olympics was seven foot six point one two inches. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And can you really not? You can't do a two foot jump. No. Apparently, it's yeah. Reddit was losing their mind when somebody posted this fact. Like, this is bullshit. Uh, you can't do it. Of course. So, this sounds like some <laughs> yeah Reddit nerds. Sounds like some Reddit <laughs> shit. Uh, somebody got some sweet sweet karma from that. Um, but it was it was great. I mean, Levines were also great. Um, in one of them, he got a lob from AARP spokesperson Andre Miller, <laughs> and then uh, he had he had a windmill dunk from the free throw line, and then did an under the leg dunk from just over the line. Um, he earned two hundred ninety nine out of a possible three hundred points from the judges. Uh, the only uh, 
the only less than perfect score he got was a nine from Shaq. I mean, everyone lost their minds um, after Levine's last one. It was nuts. It was, an, it was truly a feat of athleticism that is almost unparalleled, except for the fact that Aaron Gordon put it under both his legs. Yes, just crazy. I mean, after Levine did that, did his last one, uh, other players were storming the court. Uh, Steph Curry slapped a ball into the stands. Uh, the ball was called for a flagrant two, and Steph got to shoot three free throws. <laughs> uh, but it was, <laughs> it was a, it was a great night. Um, some other highlights from the weekend uh, was the celeb game. I don't know if any of you guys caught any of that or caught any of the stats. I no, did, I did. After that tip, you see Sudeikis hit that there. sick three. Oh, man, Sudeik Jason Sudeikis went four for seven from downtown for 14 points. Meanwhile, former Piston Chauncey Billups, who just had his number retired in Detroit, went 0 for seven from three. So to get back at Sudeikis, you can see Billups in Horrible Bosses 3 out next year. However, since it is a 3, I fully expect Billups to miss shooting it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Y'all noticed, Chauncey. One of my favorite parts was when Anthony Anderson leaped off the bench in the middle of a fast break to actually start the fast break, ran down the court, Got an outlet pass, did a layup, and then ran right off the court and back onto the bench. That a great piece of coaching by Becky Hammond when she kind of elbowed him, and he ran out to go do it. <laughs> that um, is so funny. So, yeah, the celebrities were divided. Uh, Team Canada versus Team USA. Canada won 74-63. Uh, USA's coach was Kevin Hart, previous four-time celeb game MVP, who has previously announced his retirement. However, he channeled his inner Bill Russell and decided to suit up in the third quarter. Uh, Unfortunately, could not bring the win home for the good old U.S. of A. For Canada, uh, Wynn Butler, lead singer of Arcade Fire, won the MVP award with 15 points in three steals in 22 minutes. Now that's what I call a modern man. Actually watching him play, playing for Team Canada with the headband, I thought it was Kelly Olenek's little brother. <laughs> yeah. In a couple of years when he goes to college, he's going to be great. He's going to be so good. Also, free college. Uh, the weirdest thing about researching this game is that the only article I could find was on the ESPNW site. Like the women's ESPN. Because I think since it has to do with celebrities, only women would be interested. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know there was an ESPNW. Well, now you do. Yeah. Because regular ESPN is for men, obviously. Right. So we'll make a softer, more pink-laden version for ladies. <sighs> <laughs> uh, there was also uh, Team US versus Team World in the Rising Stars That's game. right, that's right. Uh, team U.S. defeated Team World one fifty-seven to one fifty-four. That's right. Uh, luckily, they did not break two hundred. We didn't have to worry about the scoreboard there. Nope. Uh, Young Lurch made five of eight three pointers for thirty points. Also, with thirty points and the win and the MVP award, Zach Levine. Oh, good on him. Yeah, that didn't help my fantasy team this week, but good on him. <laughs> He's on my fantasy team. 
I put as much together. He's doing better coming off the bench, but he'll he'll be he'll do just fine for himself. <laughs> Marcus Smart also involved, not able to put up a huge scoring line as he's mostly known for his defensive presence, was left mostly useless in the game. <laughs> Can I go in? No. <laughs> you Marcus, you understand what we're doing here. Yeah, 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 but I suited up and no. <laughs> Overall a great weekend. Really entertaining. I hope the NFL can take some notes and figure out how to make their game better. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. My, I think my, maybe my favorite part was uh, um, Will Bynum's intro video to the dunk contest. That dude has no camera presence whatsoever. He, <laughs> he looked like a dude on Maury Povich saying, like, I know that's not my baby. <laughs> well, it's the end of February. Which means things are warming up, which means it's almost spring, which means we get to talk about baseball. MBs, MLB, BMs. Yes! Starting off this year's baseball news is a big one. The first player to receive a lifetime ban for three positive tests for PEDs, Henry Mejia, has officially been banned, leaving the Joe wondering, besides PEDs, what else do I have to do to get banned from baseball? I mean, I'll start betting on this game if I have to, if that's what it takes. That was a good impression of the Joe. (laughs) Uh, Thanks very much. I'm a big Cleveland fan. I did not realize I sounded so much like Napoleon Dynamite. J.R. Smith is a garbage human. (laughs) I would never say such a thing. Uh, That's real. I don't know. Check the Joe's Facebook account next week. Maybe it'll be something different. Mm, That's right. So I have some thoughts on all Henry. Uh, First of all, um, his name, he's from the Dominican Republic. So uh, that Henry has a big old J slapped on it at the beginning. Yes, it does. And... uh, Henry is probably some sort of uh, Anglican uh, masturbation of what his name is supposed to be, but that's what it, uh, what how I've heard it and uh, what it's been when I've. But also got to be mixed with French as well. Like it's <laughs> yeah, just right. some gross amalgamation yeah. <laughs> of all of it that they went. No, we'll do it ourselves. Uh, so it's Henry J E N R R Y. I guess that extra R is for roids. Because the guy (laughs) took them so much that even though his first ban led to, or I'm sorry, his first positive test led to uh, 80 games, which was uh, a penalty that had been stiffened before the 2014 season. Um, So he rode that out. He was just about to come back to the Mets last season, but he had to have one more test. That one led to a 162-game ban. That's right, sports fans, an entire season's worth of games. So the Mets had this guy still on the payroll, re-signed him for this season, even though he was going to miss the first 99 games. Keep in mind, this is the second season in a row he would have done that. Um... And then they were just going to have him, you know, rejoin the team down the line in uh, September when they really needed him to bolster the bullpen, which we could talk about 
did help the or could it maybe possibly have helped the Mets go a little farther against that relentless Royals lineup uh, if they they had had this guy that they were kind of counting on having. Yeah, um, it could have looked like a different end of the season. So they decide that in in spite of all of that, uh, they're gonna let him start the first 99 games of the 2016 season on the bench and have him come back and lo and behold he sealed his fate for uh, a permanent ban in the sense that he can appeal for reinstatement after one year uh, but the minimum length of the ban is two years um it's possible he could pitch again, no. but there's a good chance he never will. No, he's not coming back. If they're not letting Charlie Hustle in the Hall of Fame, there's no way some Mets rotational pitcher who comes in every once in a while, there's no way he's playing again. Bud will not let it happen. No, I mean, how thick-headed would a player have to be to get popped three times for steroids? And according to the reports I read, they're like... like Amateur steroids. They're like yes. the steroids that yeah. like yeah. horse steroids. Yeah. They're not even they were like the first things that once they realized they could test for this stuff, they were like the first ones that they tested for. It's like people purposefully don't use those because they know they'll be detected. Yeah. It, it, there wasn't even an ounce of uh, thought process put into this seemingly. So I think the only reason that he's really, uh, aside from the fact that he's the first player that this has ever happened to, um, he did have a really significant 2014 for the Mets. Before all this started happening, uh, he had to become their closer due to a an injury. I can't remember who their closer was at the time that he replaced, but he he went 28 for 31. Wow. He only, like, wow. 28 saves in 31 attempts. Like, that's huge. Those are incredible stats. The guy yeah. was on my fantasy team. I picked him up dirt cheap because nobody expected somebody to just, uh, uh, you know, he I briefly was just a middle reliever. Yeah. Um, he went into their organization as a starter, went through like a Tommy John's and some other small surgeries that I'm sure led to him taking a bunch of steroids so that he could try to bounce back quicker, you know? Um, so for this brief moment, it was like, man, this guy's the future of the franchise as a closer. Uh, so that makes it make a little more sense in terms of where the Mets are coming to mm -hmm. it from. But man, I can't believe they kept betting on this guy. Uh, it's... It, it's it's like in Ohio. If you get arrested for a DUI in Ohio, you get what's known as party plates. I mm -hmm. threw that in air quotes for the listeners. Uh, they are bright yellow plates with red lettering, which look vastly different from your regular driver's license plates. Now, when you have these party plates on your car, you get pulled over for everything. It's a giant red flag out there. He basically had the steroid equivalent of party plates yeah. on his record yeah, and kept boozing at the bar. Yeah. I, mean, I, I haven't seen somebody with this 
this big of a lack of self-control since the kid who got kicked out of my high school for masturbating in class. (laughs) Also in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of party plates do they put on his truck? (laughs) They were flesh colored. (laughs) It's just a scarlet letter that says HJ. Uh, He doesn't get get pulled over by anyone except for people posing to be cops who are actually strippers. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you this, nobody ever wants to shake his hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a real firm grip. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the first time um, uh, Mejia got uh, popped, he gave a statement through his agent saying he has no idea how a banned substance could be found in his body and you know he he really didn't know uh and i'm sure by the time he was taking the third test he was just shooting up right in front of the doctors going like uh, please don't tell anybody how i live <laughs> <laughs> the good news is he's going to end up in the ecuadorian league where steroids are mandatory <laughs> During that 2014 season when he became a great closer, he even developed his own like dance he would do after a save. It was, quote, the New York Times, an emphatic gesture in which he would raise both hands above his head and bring them down as if he were breaking a board over his knee. Which to me just screams roid rage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Henry didn't know that he was doing that with air (laughs) as far as he could tell it was very real he was uh imagining the board the roids just filled in all the blanks i mean planks (laughs) (laughs) all right enough about henry and he's not going to be playing let's talk about let's get into this spring training preview let's talk about some players who will be playing for some different teams this year. There was some major offseason signings. There was mm-hmm. some shuffling. There was some reloading that happened. There was some deloading that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of teams got better. Some teams got worse. Let's get into it. Let's start with uh, some of the big ones that happened. Big yeah. offseason sign. I mean, the big one for me is David Price. Yeah. Going from the Blue Jays to the Red Sox. I think that's the big one for everyone. Seven years, $217 million strengthening a Red Sox rotation that, quite frankly, needed it. And now that he doesn't live in Canada with the $217 million contract, he can afford some health care. Good. So it, it'll it'll be about it that he's making the same thing. As <laughs> uh, Zach Greinke, uh, there was, I, I remember um, uh, earlier in the, the baseball offseason, I think it was between the Dodgers and... Mm-hmm. Uh, another team who's going to sign Zach Greinke, and then out of nowhere, the Arizona Diamondbacks are like, "Yeah, we'll just give you everything." Yeah, yeah, everything is right. Two hundred and six million for six years, mm-hmm. and then the Braves fleeced him, and Greinke got a little shaky in his boots. Uh, that's coming from a Braves fan, but seriously, <laughs> uh, we took, um, we made some uh, pretty major moves happen of uh, some. Uh, like prospects of theirs, meaning that by the end of those six years, there's no way uh, Granky has any support. They signed Tyler Clippard, who's another guy who the Braves mm-hmm, are pretty mm-hmm. wonderful at lighting up. Uh, because it's it's at that point they just kind of needed to fill out the rest of their roster. They, it's it's definitely one of those things where uh, it's a team who's going to try to build around an ace, and I. 
personally don't think it's going to add up to anything but that. You know, they may have a pair of aces, but a full house is still going to crush them. (laughs) That's actually super real. I mean, like, he's, I mean, they traded away, like you said, some good young prospects, and he's only going to play in one in every five games. Whereas going forward in two, three years, some of these guys are really going to be some difference makers. So congrats. Thanks. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think after they made this uh, briefly historic contract before Price was signed. Um, yep. I, I, don't, I think it looks worse now than it did then. Like when they made that, it was like, wow, they could be a team. Oh, Mm, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Cubs had a couple of really big moves, uh, getting in Jason Hayward, John Lackey, um, uh, Ben Zobrist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they got Ben from The Bachelor in <laughs> <laughs> the Wrigley Field. So uh, I heard Rowan Gardner's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that Lackey signing honestly is pretty huge where they're concerned in my opinion because i think they were already gonna kind of be a force to be reckoned with and i think that could very well bolster uh what we talked about earlier um in spring training was one of their weaknesses that they needed some support in the rotation they did they also retained the services of jake arietta for a one-year deal which is going to be big like they signed him, they got him to this year, and then they're just expecting at some point that they'll be able to re-sign him in the year once they see how good everything is. Uh, Jason Hayward's going to be huge in the outfield for him. Uh, Chris Bryant will officially have his rookie year this year yeah, because they waited geez, so I forgot long about that. to bring him up last year that they didn't have to bring him up on a rookie contract. They could still pay him for what they were on the minors. Which is bonkers. They waited like the game. Oh, yeah, absolutely like they did. The, the first one. They knew they were going to bring him up. Man. They knew he was going to be a stud. And Honestly, they were like, in that Mejia conversation, you could say the same thing about, you know, strategically trying to keep him uh, off the – lineup for as long as they could what do those first you know x Mm -hmm. number of games look like if he was in it the whole time do they not have to play a wild card game and face different you know play uh teams in the playoffs i think that's a fine move on their end i mean i I feel like certainly think in the long run i'm just it's just worth mentioning in the conversation absolutely but you basically get an extra year for free Exactly. I get it. I get it. But if that year you were threatening to get into the World Series, probably in a year when you weren't expecting that. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think that was going to happen. Like, and there's no way yeah, when they brought him up in like April game. or May that they're like, we're going to be in this one at the end of September, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are the, <laughs> Not cu- a chance. are the Cubs the team to beat now? In the Cubs are absolutely the team to beat in baseball. I'll say it. I mean, I mean, they've certainly overtaken the Pirates in their division. Uh, I think they've overtaken the Cardinals as well, stealing away Hayward, making them worse, and adding that much more. Uh, on paper, I absolutely agree with you, uh, but in the X factor of knowing that every year I try to count out the Cardinals of the last 
I don't know, six years, yeah. they've totally defied me. Like, they've done just as well. So, like, I want to believe you. I want to believe they're the team to beat. But, man, the Cardinals are not going to go quietly. The Pirates are. I don't expect them to be a factor in no. that division the same way they have been in the last few years. I actually think that they end up trading uh, McCutcheon by the end of the year. I think McCutcheon won't last much longer as a Pirate either, which bums me out because I like him as their like franchise guy. Yeah. I really like him. He also has one of my favorite This Is Sports Center commercials. Oh really? Yo, yeah. Um uh Kevin Nagandi and a couple other anchors are in like a little uh conference room um like with looking at a projector and they have like um uh bagels and stuff in front of them. Yes, yes. And uh then like the East Carolina Pirate, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, uh, like a couple different pirate mascots come in and they start just grabbing everything. And then Andrew McCutcheon walks in with the parrot mascot of the pirates and he just stands there with his, his hands on his waist and goes, plunder the locks. <laughs> <laughs> and then they grab the locks and run out. It's and, great. And the, the anchors just go, oh, I hate when this happens. That's really funny. He's great. He just, such a... <sighs> It really bums me out. I wish that the Pirates had been able to really take advantage of all the talent that they had before they had to start, you know, bailing water, basically, once all these guys, uh, like, once he's a free agent, he's gone. And like you said, he may not even make it through the season. Well, he's got, I believe he has this year and next year left on his deal. I believe you're right. Uh, but if the pirates start imploding and they can't, and it becomes fairly obvious that they can't catch up with the cards of the Cubs, do they have to look at trading him to get value while they can? I absolutely think they will. Probably. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who wouldn't fault the team for that either. Oh, totally. I mean, he's the guy, he would absolutely stay with them if they had any way to justify that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's he's not going to leave because somebody else is willing to offer him more money, you know? Like he would only leave, I think, in the way that he's talked about the team in the past if the team chose to, you know, do Let that. Him walk, yeah. yeah. Um I expect big things from the San Francisco Giants this year. It is an even-numbered year. Yeah, I was going to say only based on the Strictly pattern. Based on that. 2010, 2012, 2014, they won World Series titles. So why would this year be any different? Yeah, they've made some decent pickups. I am skeptical uh, of, I think, Samarja's kind of fallen off in the last season or two. Spans good but not i mean i don't know i don't know uh yeah Samarja doesn't look quite as good he's on the wrong side of 30 and totally this was not based on their players <laughs> their <laughs> this is just no <laughs> based on, shit. sure yeah. sure yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, based on i think the tigers will have a nice upswing they have a absolute stud ace former Cy young winder in verlander they added uh, who did they add? They added Upton this year, which will be a nice contribution for him. Nice infield player who will be able to get some hits. And they also I'm really brought excited in Jordan about that, Zimmerman. actually. Yeah. Uh, 
I think both of those are great, great pickups for Detroit. Even if they picked up uh, Saltalovakia for a, a little one-year contract, <laughs> just just um, building that uh, those uh, backup catchers, I guess. He's he's a good guy to do it, and and not to a five hundred thousand dollar one-year contract. That's I mean, classic for a guy like that. Uh, I mean, it's it's a David Ross move. It's a. Uh, I mean, the Braves just did the same thing with AJ Przinsky. Um, I like Upton there. I think Zimmerman's gonna continue to be a totally dominant ace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I I'd be curious. Uh, who who do you think's the strongest team in each division? So like AL Central. We'll start there. Is it the Tigers? Hello, listeners. It is I, Robo Jackson. Did you think you wouldn't hear from me this episode? Unfortunately, my human counterparts wouldn't be able to go a whole week without at least one error or omission. This is apparently where our hosts forget that the Kansas City Royals are in the IL Central and instead choose the Detroit Tigers as a team to beat. The Tigers won 74 games last season, worst in the division. The Royals went 95 and 67, made the playoffs and won the freaking World Series. I'm sure that we'll come back to Hooli, the Joe, and Mary Beth soon. Meatbags. Robots forever. Probably. Yeah, I think so. AL East. The, uh, um... I don't, I don't think we can count out Houston. They signed Fister to a one-year contract. They looked a lot better at the end of the year than I thought they would. But I think Detroit, with all those... Yeah additions that we just discussed yeah. is better a lot of weapons great rotation mm-hmm. uh hockey town's ready for baseball what a uh al east uh i mean i like the socks uh i don't think the yankees did enough in the offseason to really step up i don't think no. uh too many injuries on the rotation i don't see c sabathia looks like a twinkie machine more <laughs> so than a pitcher and david price is an absolute stud yeah i have to agree We'll see. I mean, the Orioles re-signed Chris Davis, but it doesn't seem like they've done much else to break out from him being their yeah, only yeah. real yeah. Uh, stronghold. You know, and the Blue Jays lost Price, and so yeah. that's not going to yeah. help them at all. Um, AL West. I think it'll probably remain the Royals. Uh, maybe with some noise from. Aren't th- oh, I'm sorry. The Royals are AL Central. Oh shit. I forgot about that. They might be the team to beat in the L Central. And there it is. Oh, yeah. Nope, I'm still going Detroit. Detroit what? Suck it, Royals. All right. We'll say we'll say the Royals take a- the AL West just through some <laughs> weird bylaw that nobody knew about. <laughs> well, honestly, I think... Uh, taking that into account, I don't know the. I'm a total homer. I don't know the AL as well as I know the mm-hmm. NL. But um, sure, that's fair. The, I think taking that into account, then that the two the wild card may come out of the Central this year, um, which I don't know. I guess it happened last year as well with the Astros. Um, but uh, I think. Anaheim, they're the LA Angels, I guess we call them now. <laughs> uh, um, the LA Angels of Anaheim. The LA Angels of Anaheim. Um, now featuring Angel City Beer. Oh. Mm. 
close, Huli. But Angel City Brewery is not yet featured at Angel Stadium, though sources tell us they are in negotiations to be such. Trusted listeners, when we find out, you'll be the first to know. It's I, great. It's a fantastic brewery. I had. I went to the brewery when I was in L.A. It was really good. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go when I'm out there. You should. Um, I uh, hear they're working on a VPA, which is a vape pale ale, but that's just a rumor. The I I want to say that the L.A. Angels of Anaheim look promising, but that is mm, almost a hundred percent because they're. Infield now features my favorite baseball player, Angelton Simmons, the the best living, currently playing shortstop in the game. Period. F- formerly of the Atlanta Braves. Ah, ah there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, All right, so and at least gotta go with the Mets. Yes. Right. Pitching too strong. I mean, yes. Harvey's I don't, coming back. Uh, the Nationals are still going to be terrible. The Braves are going to be terrible. The Marlins are going to be terrible. They're they're sitting pretty. Yeah. Na- and Nationals got a little worse too, losing Zimmerman, and now they're looking at their young prospect going. We're going to have to sign you to a $400 million deal. Yeah, it's insane to think about the team that the Nationals have become when they were perennially favorites, yeah. uh, that they kind of missed the window where where that was going to be a possibility for them. And as a Braves fan, I am delighted by this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the Marlins are going to be a really interesting team to watch this season. Uh, they, they signed Don Mattingly as their manager. He's the 15th manager of the Marlins in their 24 four seasons as a club um did you know that in those 24 seasons the marlins have had six winning seasons two of them ended with world series championships um in the last 108 years two of how many i'm sorry two of six winning seasons that's what you said um in the past 108 years the chicago cubs have had 48 winning seasons and sadly zero World Series titles to go with them. So Marlins have a a pretty good uh, uh, shot on goal percentage. They're really like win or bust. Go ham, sell the farm. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. The Marlins also signed hitting coach Barry Bonds. Heard of him. Um, Players apparently thought that he was a team doctor and asked why he was giving them so many flu shots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh boy. Uh, I mean, that's definitely where they need the help. Uh, is <laughs> by taking steroids. No, uh, <laughs> is behind the plate. I mean, with um, Fernandez back. Uh, I'm not sure, but he he comes back at some point. Yeah, I think he's got. He's coming off a six month rehab. Uh. He'll be he'll be back. Yeah, I think he only misses a, a, like the start of the season, but yeah. they're definitely still gonna need some help uh, behind the plate. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. I wasn't. I was. I mean, he's definitely the kind of pitcher who can you can build a team around, but only when he's healthy. Yeah. Um. And NL West. Ooh, Joe knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, I assume you're going with your earlier prediction of the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, book it. 2016, <laughs> 2018, 2020. Hindsight. That would be so 
boring. Yes. I don't even know who's on the Giants anymore. The last I know, they had um, uh, The Beard and uh, Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> they have neither of those people well, anymore. Well, then I don't know. <laughs> and fuck it. Giants World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that guy's name Brian Wilson? Yes. yes. Yeah. He was great. Why are there so many people that are famous with that name? Is it just the two? I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also Brian Wilson. Yes. Oh, um, Oh, what's that other guy's name that's Brian Wilson? Uh, oh, Brian Wilson. <laughs> Brian Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't forget about him. Great improviser. <laughs> I meant to... Famous, but Brian Wilson, this guy, and Brian Wilson, Beach Boys. That's yeah, we, it. We know. One, two. Oh, uh, he's been out of the chips. league since 2014. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Brian Wilson is Donzo. Ugh. Did he get old injuries? What happened? Um, he shaved his beard and lost his ability to pitch. Apparently, it was oh, like a Samson thing. That he makes total got sense. designated for assignment in December of 2014, oh. was released and became a free agent, and was never re-signed. That's a shame. I really enjoyed. Got him! <laughs> that was him, right? I think that was him. It was. More on that at the break. Well, that's a that's a problem that also speaks to uh, the tanking issue in baseball. Like a guy like that of his abilities, this is a little off topic, but uh, there's now an issue currently with the players' union of like viable free agents who could be playing on teams that are absolute garbage, who are going to win fifty, maybe fifty five games, but rather than sign these players who can help them out, they don't sign them. They give the younger kids a chance to win, i.e., they tank so that they can have a better draft position. And rather than win like 67, 70 games or something, which still isn't going to put you anywhere in championship contention, you intentionally don't sign these players, keep your payroll low, build up whatever farm system you have, try and get it out of there, and then go through your draft process. I mean, it's kind of the same thing in the NBA. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's Phillies doing it across the board. Oh, the committed. Phillies are doing it. The I feel 76ers. like the Phillies have been doing it for like three years. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Hinky is the GM of all Philadelphia sports teams. Uh, and it's yeah, I mean, it's and they've talked about maybe going to a draft lottery or something to fix it of sorts. But yeah. Uh, well, then the crazy thing is that you usually don't even see those players for two to four years yeah yeah i i forgot this uh when we were talking about the nationals they actually signed daniel murphy of mets playoffs fame Uh, i feel like that's the only way you could talk about it because that guy's just been a pretty garbage human human. that guy's been a garbage human he's been a real jr his whole life (laughs) but he's just been a like fairly middling Second baseman, like, never anything to write home about until no. that series. I mean, he timed it perfectly, except for when he started sucking. Yeah, I mean, like, a three-year contract? What are they thinking? I guess it is the same team that signed Papelbon last season, <laughs> thinking that's what would dig them out of the depths. So, apparently, they have... Not only are they willing to ignore ignore when a player is an asshole, they're also willing to ignore when he's just not that good. 
Um, so any other predictions for NLS? Oh, um... Honestly, just because n- it doesn't seem like anyone else is making great strides, I might have to go with the Giants, too. I, like I said, the Diamondbacks could have had it all, but... I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the Dodgers. I still still yeah. think they have a couple of pieces in place. They're always a team uh, that's willing to wheel and deal. Oh, who has control of them at this point? Did they finalize that divorce? What's up with that ownership? I don't know. We'll look into that and get back to you next week <laughs> on Julian the Joe. Oh, we have to take oh, talk about baseball two weeks in a row. Yeah, but we get to talk about a divorce in there. Oh, all right, that's fine. Uh, and lastly, NL Central. Uh, I still think it's the Cubs. I you uh, think maybe the cards make some noise MB. I do just because I've been taught to not count them out <laughs> depressingly uh in years when I thought they'd just be middling they continued to make it to the playoffs that's my Pittsburgh Steelers every time oh. that I'm like oh yeah Troy Polamalu is getting way too old now I mean now he's retired but for years I was like oh yeah they're they're <laughs> Way too old. Oh, the Super Bowl? They won the Super Bowl? Great. Mm-hmm. So great. I'm so... Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Chill, 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 chill. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, chill. I don't know. I still... I don't know. I think the Cubs, I think they make a lot of noise. I don't think they necessarily break the curse of the goat yet. I mean, it'll be interesting I think they'll make it back to the playoffs. No no question. Yeah. But I, I, th- I think and hope they will too, but it will be interesting this season because last season they didn't have those expectations that they get. They got to continue mm-hmm. surprising mm-hmm. themselves oh, and everybody. For playing sure. on house money. And yeah, yeah. And, and now yeah. this year that we're like, oh, they'll definitely make the playoffs, they'll probably which is a reasonable expectation. Tank all the shit. <laughs> no, it's actually part of the Wrigleyville developers' plan. They're going to pull some strings, make sure that the Cubs win, and then rather than rent a bunch of forklifts and wrecking balls to knock it down, they're going to let a bunch of idiots named Ben burn down Wrigleyville. <laughs> well, at least they're reaching out to the community. <laughs> so, ladies, if you want a campfire date... Bring the marshmallows next year in October. We'll bring the roses. We can talk about this new term, this new battle cry that's going to be uh, worldwide. It's called got him. Got him. Little accent at the end. Got him. Basically, it's when you're talking a little bit of fun trash and you say, sorry, uh, Papa's feeling pretty uh, delicious right now. Going to step into the box, go three for four, eight RBIs. Gahim. Three-one pitch, piping it down the middle, swinging a miss. Gahim. Or when you talk trash to someone. Hey, sweet shoes, bro. Um, no, actually, they're terrible. Gahim. And you can just kind of, you can afflict your tone any way you want. Gosh, it's such a gorgeous friggin' term. People are gonna jump on it. I know it. You're welcome. <laughs> Boy, this thing's a blowout, but let's sit down for some garbage time. Well, I think the three of us have spent enough time in this room together, so (laughs) (laughs) it seems like more than enough uh, intro to this garbage time segment. Um, How about we start with uh, 
we we've done we talked about a lot of di- different divisions, a lot of different sports, etc. What do you think is the worst division in all of sports? Right now, I would have to say the NFC East. I mean, the Potatoes made it in with, like, what, a 79 record last yeah. year? Yeah. I mean, especially for the huge markets that are in that division, it's a shame that nobody is earning the title. Yeah. It just kind of falls to whoever is sucking the least right now. Jason Pierre probably would give that a high three. <laughs> I have to go with the... ACC's football teams. <laughs> Absolute garbage. I mean, like, North Carolina, I think, technically has a football team, but woof. Um, I know they do because the Browns drafted a uh, running back from that team as a wide receiver in the second round a couple years ago. That makes sense on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, I was going to say that that just makes me think of um, – there's one team that's saving their division in the NFL, and it's the Panthers. And the team that's saving the ACC is the Clemson Tigers. They're in the championship. Oh, yeah. They are in the ACC. I guess I just never remember because they end up playing, like, the Gamecocks every year. Yeah. And they have, like, such a strong out-of-conference schedule. Yeah. They, they certainly do. No arguments here. But it's worth mentioning. They made it to the championship. Whatever, screw you, Tigers. Go Cox. <laughs> the Westminster Dog Show was last weekend. What other animal show would you like to see? Birds. I want to see a bird show. Like, no lie. Uh, I want to see the different type of birds, like the majestic windspans, the beautiful plumage that they would have. I would absolutely watch a bird show, hands down. Also, putting a bird on a leash and having it like flying around <laughs> would be amazing to me. Get a big enough bird and a big enough leash. They'll take you for a ride. <laughs> um, I'm going to say big cats. Yes. Tigers. Ooh. Panthers. Lemurs. Lions. Yes. Yeah. A link, uh, lemur? Lynx? Yeah, I think a lemur is like a... Like a, a lemur is a primate of some sort, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's way off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a cat now that I think about it, but I don't think it's a primate. No, it's like uh yeah, he's got like a little monkey face. I don't think he's It looks a like a primate. Oh no, you're yep. right. Nope, I'm thinking I was right. What are you thinking? Ocelot. That's it. Nice. <laughs> Again, another great fish song. God damn it. Boom, 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 I wanna boom, see boom. a fish show. Nah. They're coming to Wrigley Field. No. They absolutely are coming to Wrigley Field this year. It's gonna but be I awesome. D- I know they are, but I don't wanna go. That's that's what animal show you would want to see. (laughs) (laughs) The NBA trade deadline is this week. What superhero would add the most value to your team and why? I think I know yours. I know mine, but I think I also know yours. I mean, for for the Cavaliers, I want to say like Robin or something like I, I they need a sidekick. You need Hawkeye. What you need is some outside shooting, some dead-on outside (laughs) shooting with Hawkeye. That's a really good point. Mine is super easy. We're weak defensively. We're weak in the post. We need a big man. He's already green. The The Hulk. Hulk. That's a great call. Yeah. Yeah. Both great answers. Spring training means baseball is just around the corner. What's your favorite baseball moment of all time? 
Um, I would definitely say, uh, being from the Cleveland area, um, seeing the Cleveland Indians finally do well, um, with, uh, with Roger Dorn, Ricky Vaughn, um, Willie Mays, Hayes, you know, the, the whole crew in major league, I think collectively, especially when they're taking the sticky notes off the owner, Mm -hmm. my favorite baseball moment. That's a good one. I have to go and Randy Johnson hit that bird with a baseball. (laughs) That is still every single time I watch that. I mean, there are some great ones. Like, I really thought when Robin Ventura tried to fight Nolan Ryan and Nolan Ryan lit him up. But, man, when Randy Johnson hit that bird with a baseball. Woo! Mine's Sid Slid. Come on, guys. Sid Bream sliding into home. Game seven of the 92 NLCS. <sighs> nope. Nope. <laughs> what would you get Kobe as a retirement gift? Um, I'd get him one of those inflatable seats that he could put on the toilet before he sits down. <laughs> like for hemorrhoids? <laughs> yeah, and old people. And old, I get it. Uh, also, I'd get him a cake with 81 candles. Oh, that's really nice. Thanks. I guess I would get Kobe a giant wheelbarrow hooked up to a Segway to carry around his ego. <laughs> or poison. <laughs> Spoken like a true Celtics fan. Yeah, screw you, Kobe. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we got, boys. Remember to look us up and follow us on iTunes. You can search for us at Julian the Joe. Also, at Julian the Joe is our Twitter handle. Feel free to tweet at us. We might answer some of your questions midweek or during the show. Yeah, if you uh, have any idea for garbage time questions, feel free to tweet at us. Um, obviously, use the hashtag garbage time. That way we can sort it out from all of the other millions of tweets that we get every week. That would be helpful. Make sure you check out our show next week where we'll have some more thoughts on pitchers and catchers reporting. We'll have some NFL combine talk and a Louis Anderson update. Um, this year it came down to Rokel. This year. <laughs> Rokel. Blue chips, I don't get that one. (laughs)